The accounting firm of Haynes, Eisenbarger, and Skiba presents the 22nd College Football Hall of Fame season of Fighting Irish Preview. And now the Banditos' fresh-made daily kickoff with your host, Phil Houck. Good day and welcome to Calm the Indie Nation, the show where Fighting Irish Preview calmly and with words of wisdom addresses the most common Notre Dame Nation social media rants. I am your host, Adam Schinkel, and here's our star in Fighting Irish social media whisperer, Phil Howe. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Adam. Go Irish! 2-0, baby. Hey! Let's play Calm the ND Nation. Okay, let's calm the ND Nation. The first ND Nation social media rant. Brandon Wimbush is a great athlete, but a terrible quarterback. Hmm. Well, how about this? Brandon Wimbush is an electrifying runner, great in the red zone, but sometimes he is kind of like nails on a chalkboard when passing. But keep the faith, man. He's a work in progress. Great answer. I I feel better already. All right, our next social media rant. Ian Book is the answer. Hmm. Well, getting back to those nails on a chalkboard, actually, Ian Book just might be the answer. Brilliant. Right to the heart of the matter. All right, our next social media rant. Beating Ball State by only eight points was a disaster. Now, now, calm down. It's happened before. For example, Clemson beating Troy by only six points in 2016 and going on to win a national title. Besides, the Hindenburg was a disaster. An earthquake is a disaster. Winning is never a disaster. 2-0, baby. Come on, man. Enjoy the ride. Go Irish. Yeah. Brilliant. After all, you play to win the game, right? Okay, moving right along to our next social media rant. Let's calm the Indy Nation. Notre Dame's defense is terrible. They couldn't stop Ball State. Oh, please. Ball State averaged 3.6 yards per rush. The Irish held an excellent passer under 50% completion rate, and Ball State only scored one touchdown. That is the same team that put up 652 yards on the board in Week 1. Pass rush, linebackers, Jalen Elliott, two interceptions. This defense is good enough to keep the Irish in any game, and they certainly did their job last Saturday. Great answer, great answer. I'm feeling the calm. Okay, next up, most common Indie Nation social media theme. Tavon Coney is a beast. 14 tackles last week, three for loss, one sack, on pace for one of the best tackle totals in Notre Dame history. The guy is everywhere and never takes a playoff. As a matter of fact, Adam, Tavon Coney is a beast. Okay, here's a big one, Phil. Calm the Indy Nation. Brian Kelly will never be a consistent winner, and he should be fired. Really? Well, be careful what you wish for. I hear that Charlie Weiss is out there looking, and well, how about Ty Willingham? Uh, Bob Davey? I saw Jerry Faust last summer. All these guys have failed as coaches at ND. Look, folks, Brian Kelly is a very good football coach, and he knows well how to run a big program like Notre Dame. Barring scandal or disaster, he bought himself a couple of years with 10 wins last season. He's our coach. I say support him. Awesome answer. What a concept, supporting your coach. Brilliant response. Okay, our last popular ND Nation social media theme. 
I love Notre Dame football, and I bleed blue and gold. Cheer, cheer for old Notre Dame. Oh, good singing. I like that. And I say amen, Adam. You know, unfortunately, some people just prefer to be miserable. But for me, football is fun. I love the game. I love my team. Shake down the thunder, baby. Go Irish. Beat Fandy. Pandemonium here on the set. Thanks very much to our Indie Nation whisperer, Phil Houck. He did it again. Until next time, this has been Calm the Indie Nation. Banditos with four Fort Wayne locations, a boy, Waynedale, Georgetown, and Glenbrook Commons. Banditos is fresh made daily. Now, stay tuned for Fighting Irish Insight from America's foremost authority on Notre Dame football, Tim Priester, senior editor of IrishIllustrated.com. After these words from Haynes, Eisenbarger, and Skiba, Sheer McCulloch Auctioneers, Star Bank, and Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer, this is Fighting Irish Preview. The University of Notre Dame exemplifies dedication to hard work, integrity, and personal values which result in success in the classroom and on the football field. The professionals at Haynes, Eisenbarger, and Skiba, like Notre Dame, know the same dedication, and their experience and ability provides peace of mind. Combining local expertise with access to national and international experts through their affiliation with BDO, the fifth largest accounting firm in the world. Tax planning, tax compliance, auditing, business valuation, and estate planning. The full-service accounting firm of Haynes, Eisenbarger, and Skiba, like the Irish, has what it takes to help you achieve success. Located in Fort Wayne near Jefferson Point, Haynes, Eisenbarger, and Skiba proudly supports no Dame football and congratulates all those who are a part of the greatest tradition in all of sports. Go Irish! This is Art Salzberg. I don't endorse everybody, but I've found a company that I think provides a great service. The company is Shearer McCulloch, and what they do is targeted specifically for seniors, people who may be thinking about downsizing and are overwhelmed by the thought of what it's going to take. Shearer McCulloch will pack you up, move you, and then sell your house and everything that's left. Now that's the most comprehensive relocation service anywhere and what I call in sports terms covering all the bases. Sharon McCulloch uses an international auction platform to make sure your possessions are seen by the right buyers. They're looking to get top dollar from people who have an interest in the special treasures you've collected over the years. Sharon McCulloch is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and highly recommended by leading retirement communities and law firms. If Sharon and I decide to make a change in lifestyle, we'll be calling Sharon McCulloch at 441-8636. That's 441-8636. We trust them, and we know they'll make things easy and profitable. Coors Light. Established in 1978 and born in the Rockies, where the only thing more refreshing than your current adventure is what's next. It's why Coors Light is lagered cold for a lighter, crisper taste. Filtered cold to ensure brilliance, clarity, and brightness. And packaged cold for peak refreshment. Because those who thirst for more deserve nothing less than the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Light. 2018 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Star Bank is an Indiana-based community bank known for delivering quality service for the past 75 years. Whether you want to visit one of our convenient locations from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday or bank electronically, Star is a full-service financial institution where you can bank wherever you are. Stop by our branch or visit starfinancial.com to switch to Star today. Member FDIC. 
Now back to Fighting Irish Preview with your host, Phil Halk. Well, Tim Priester, what a difference a week makes. Fighting Irish love fest after Michigan. Social media meltdown after Ball State. Now, of course, a win is a win, but boy, did Ball State expose some weaknesses and two main areas of concern. Let's get right into them. Offensive line, Tim, the Irish averaging something like 2.8 yards per carry this year. Last year, it was over six yards per carry. Against Michigan, we could say certainly that we expected difficulty with that defense. Uh, but, Tim, that wasn't the case against Ball State. What's going on? Well, I do I, I do want to start by giving Ball State a lot of credit. I mean, head coach Mike New did a great job. They were prepared. That team came in, and they were fearless. They didn't care who they were playing. They went after it, and, and so give uh, the leadership of Ball State a lot of credit. Uh, a 3-4 defense with a younger offensive line dealing with it, with a aggressive attacking 3-4 front, uh, gave them trouble. And uh, they didn't adjust very well. Um, I, I think that Alex Bars continues to play pretty darn well, but but actually better than better than any of the other offensive linemen by far. But they didn't handle a lot of things. Uh, you know, double I call them misplaced double teams. Double teams where um, you know you're doubling up on a guy and he's no threat. Somebody else is running by you, and they had to deal with that. And they didn't do a great job. Uh, you, you mentioned the two point eight. 124 yards rushing per game. You understand it against Michigan in the second half, uh, but this was not a. It wasn't a good look for Notre Dame, and it's a concern. There's no doubt moving forward uh, as an SEC team comes to town. Yeah, well, obviously one of the differences from last year when we had a great offensive line, uh, change in personnel, but change uh, at at the guy who's leading the show, Harry Heastand in the NFL now, Jeff Quinn, the new offensive line coach. They have different styles of coaching. Talk about that. Yeah, I, I'm wondering if this is overblown a little bit, but I but I don't think so because Harry Heastand is the most technically sound coach that you're ever going to find. It's 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 technique, technique, technique with him, and uh, it works. That's why he's back in the NFL, where he will do a fine job with the Chicago Bears as well. You know, Jeff Quinn works a little bit differently. It's more about motivation. It's more about positive reinforcement. Harry Heastand rarely offered a positive reinforcement. So that works for some players and not for others. But, you know, when you start out struggling, and look, Harry Heastand's offensive lines didn't always produce either. Uh, but, but people aren't going to remember that now when this line struggles. So Jeff Quinn's got his work cut out for him, there's no doubt. They spent a lot of time watching film and talking about what happened last week against Ball State, but they have to be better. And it, you know, it starts with the veterans. Bars and 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 Mustafer have to lead the way, but Liam Eikenberg's inexperienced on the left side. That has showed. Robert Hainsey is still relatively inexperienced and, and probably still banged up from the preseason. That's shown. And Tommy Kramer has struggled just with mobility. Well, the Irish with a lot to prove this week because that offensive line, uh, uh, no doubt they've heard a lot of noise this week. Uh, but And so has the quarterback situation. Brandon Wimbush passed for just shy of 300 yards, Tim. Hit on 55% of his passes. That was kind of the, the mark we wanted him to hit. But he threw three interceptions, rushed for a net of minus seven yards. I know I tend to get emotional sometimes, but that just may have been one of the worst quarterbacking games ever played by a quarterback throwing for 300 yards. Tim, am I crazy to think that Ian Book might have done better? Well, I think you might be exaggerating it a little bit because he did make some 
some really good throws. When he when he was when he was accumulating those near near 300 yards, he did make some good throws. But we've lowered our standard. You know, I mean, when he hits a guy that's wide open, we say, "Hey, wow, great pass." Well, that is what quarterbacks are supposed to do. They're supposed to hit wide open receivers. So I think I think he probably did a little bit better than we're giving him credit for the the interceptions. Though one was a tip pass. You know, the, the big thing for me is that that Brandon Wimbush is not going to be as effective if he's not going to one. And there was there was definitely a, a, a mindset that he didn't want to take off and run very much. For example, 18 read options, he handed them all off. Now, you could say the coaching staff didn't want to put him at risk in a Ball State game after all the hits he took against Michigan. I think that's true with the design runs, but that was not true with the read options. That was, that was his decision-making. And he's not a very good decision maker when it comes to read options anyway. So frustrating, disappointing, one step forward, two steps back many times still with Brandon Wimbush. Yeah, and, and the read option example that you gave I think is the best example of, of, of his decision making process. 0 for 18, never carrying it out of 18 times, just just proves that he doesn't run that very well. And newsflash, Ian Book runs the, the read option pretty well, doesn't he? Tremendously, actually, he's he's a great decision maker, and when the decision is made to keep it, it's decisive, and he's up the field. That is an area where where he is better. I, I don't disagree uh, when when you when you say that there were opportunities, or you think that Ian Book should have played. I I agree, and I, I think that's the whole purpose of having two quarterbacks that you feel good about. Uh, the problem is the quarterback position, as much as we want it to be like any other position where the players are interchangeable. Quarterback usually doesn't work that way. Uh, you can count on one hand how many coaches have been able to find the right balance, the juggling act that is the quarterback position when you use two. So it's difficult, but I think that if you're going to – well, first of all, if Brandon Wimbush isn't going to run, if he isn't going to accentuate his greatest asset, which then helps him in the passing game, then yes, Ian Book should go ahead and play. Absolutely, and I wouldn't be surprised if we maybe saw some real snaps coming up soon. Now, two guys who did have good statistical days, Miles Boykin, Chase Claypool, they're really good receivers, and, and they're outperforming, I really think, anything we saw last year, at least to this point of last season. Uh, but, Tim, let's talk about the tight end position. You know, all we've heard is what a great stockpile of tight ends the Irish have. Wisher, uh, Komet, uh Brock Wright, uh, some good freshmen. A six in all. Tim, two games in and five catches for 49 yards in the name of Dave Casper, Tim. I am disappointed. Should I be? Yeah, you know, I mean, there are only so many things you can accentuate. I mean, you mentioned Boykin and Claypool. Throw Fink in there, and those guys are averaging 18 yards per reception. I think the, I think if anyone has overachieved or has has played beyond what we thought it would be the wide receivers, although, you know, Wimbush is throwing them the football, so he must be doing something well. Uh, he is averaging 16 yards per completion, so that's a good thing. But with regard to the tight ends, yeah, you know, I guess. I mean, I, you know, when the running game is working and where you, when you're averaging 16 yards per completion, I don't think there are any complaints. But the running game isn't working, and so you, you look for ways – to expand the offense, stretch the running game, so to speak. I don't think that there's a direct correlation that that's an extension of the running game. But when you're struggling running the football, 
you need to find other ways to move to move it, and the, the tight end is the best way to do that. Elise Mack's the most talented. Uh, Cole Komet is the second most talented. Brock Wright's more of a more of a blocker. Nick Wisher, you know, I think is a combination of the two. So, you know, maybe that's the next step as as this running game continues to struggle. Well, Elise Mack, a five star athlete, and it's really time for him, I think, to put up or. Well, shut up or graduate, I suppose. Now, Tim Julian Love, four pass breakups in the game, on a pace to break the record he set last year. Just outstanding. And he seems to be emerging as a leader this week. Love said, he laid it on the line when he said, let's be honest, we overlooked Ball State. I love that honesty. But, Tim, how does that happen? How does the coaching staff allow them to overlook Ball State? Well, that's uh, well. That's a good question, Phil. I mean, I don't know if I'd say allow because having uh, with a little bit of coaching background in my past, there are times that no matter what you do, you're not going to get through to your team, especially when that team is, uh, in in my case, would be between the ages of 16 and 18, and in Brian Kelly's case, you know, 18 to 23 or 19 to 23. Um, you do everything you possibly can. I did. I certainly did not expect the letdown emotionally and effort-wise in the second week of the season. But when you're playing a Ball State team that was 2-10 and 10 the year before and every stat tells you that you should destroy them, it's, it's human nature, It's especially human nature with young men of that age that are in athletics that have been told that they're, especially ones in Notre Dame, they've been told that they're better and greater than everybody else and they're playing Ball State. And obviously, they're going to beat them badly without having to try really hard. Well, or so they think. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's hope that that human nature let uh, emotional letdown is is through for the season. I think uh, uh, certainly the coaching staff had the team's attention this week. Uh, Tim, uh, Tavon Coney and Drew Trangful, best duo, duo at linebacker for Notre Dame in how many years? I don't know. I'll, I'll let you make that decision. All I know is that those two, in addition to Asmar Bilal, who's playing some pretty good football, that is one really, really good linebacker core. And, and, and the way that Bilal is playing is allowing that decision of moving Tranquil from Rover to, to Buck linebacker uh, to be a comfortable one. Those two are absolute tackling machines. I commented today on our podcast that I, did, I have seen Coney take a couple shallow angles to the football, but you can overlook that when he's making virtually every tackle and is on pace to have the most tackles in the season since Bob Crable in 1981. Now he'll have the advantage of a couple extra games, but he's a tackle machine. Tranquil's really, really good in the middle. It doesn't, I guess it doesn't. As long as you have Tranquil on the front seven somewhere and not, not on the back end where he struggled early in his career, He's going to be very good. That's a great, great duo. And, you know, throw in Alohi Gilman up the middle, uh, you know, with those two, because he's always coming up and making plays. And Jalen Elliott now is coming up from the safety position and making plays. Norton very strong up the middle with a couple of good nose tackles working together and Jerry Tillery at defensive tackle. Yeah, well, a great group of linebackers for sure, as well as the rest of the front seven, uh, really looking great. Uh, I didn't research this one, Tim, but certainly the 1988 group comes to mind for Notre Dame. Sure. Uh, Stonebreaker, Pritchard, Stams, and Bolkar. I mean, you couldn't get much better than that. I think you would agree. No doubt about it. Yeah. Now, Tim, one last question before we go. How good is Ball State? 
I, I think they've got a chance to be pretty good. I love Riley Neal. I love what they do with their offense. Um, you know, the 3-4 seems to be working for them as long as they keep mixing it up and are as unpredictable as they were for Notre Dame. They're not going to be 2-10 and 10 as long as Riley Neal is healthy. Um, vastly improved. You know, they're 1-15 under Mike New in the MAC, and I would think that that's going to change uh, considerably this year. Well, they were devastated by injuries last year, and Mike New now in his third year, I agree. I think he's he's got something going there. Uh, their matchup against IU this week is going to be interesting to watch. Thanks, Tim. Coming up, it's the all-time Irish hero. Key to an Irish victory, injury report, and the world-famous Irish illustrated prediction. And during the break, it's the Fighting Irish Fact of the Week, brought to you by Star Bank. This is the 313th edition of Fighting Irish Preview. Shine the light into my room. Treat each house as if it was your own. Our mission statement at Bushy's Windows, Doors, and Remodeling. Hi, I'm Jim Bushy. At Bushy's, we're proud of our home improvement products that we offer, and we are even more proud of the award-winning installers who will come to your home. Right now, take advantage of our 12-month 0% interest payment plan, and estimates are always free. So call Bushy's at 456-1247, stop into our showroom, or check out Bushy'sFW.com. Bushy's Windows, Doors, and Remodeling, your clear choice. Your Listen to that crowd roar. Art, the Aspen Mortgage team has just hit the field and the crowd has gone crazy. Phil, why does this crowd love Aspen so much? Well, Art, with more than 20 years in the mortgage business, Aspen is a dynasty. And with all that experience, these crafty veterans can personalize a mortgage for each customer's financial situation. So you always get the best loan program and interest rate. And the Aspen Mortgage Team plays with a lot of class. What do you mean? Well, friendly personal service you can trust. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. And Art, they'll go into overtime by working the weekends. And they aren't afraid to go on the road they make house calls phil i can see why the aspen mortgage team is so popular wait what's the crowd chanting now it's the aspen phone number for all your mortgage needs 486 loan is the number to remember or visit them on the web at aspenmortgageco.com aspen mortgage a proud supporter of notre dame football The Fighting Irish Fact of the Week is brought to you by Star Bank. With over 40 Indiana locations, Star is your local full-service bank. With two interceptions last Saturday, Jalen Elliott was the first Notre Dame safety with multiple picks in a game since Harrison Smith had three in the 2010 Sun Bowl. Star Bank is celebrating its 75th anniversary and is here to serve you 7-7 Monday through Saturday. Visit a Star branch to switch to Star today. Member FDIC. Coors Light, established in 1978 and born in the Rockies, where the only thing more refreshing than your current adventure is what's next. It's why Coors Light is lagered cold for a lighter, crisper taste. Filtered cold to ensure brilliance, clarity, and brightness. And packaged cold. 
for peak refreshment. Because those who thirst for more deserve nothing less than the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Light. 2018 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Selling or buying a house? In the real estate game, it's results that matter. And in Fort Wayne, Dan Schneider of Century 21 Bradley has built a reputation as a realtor you can trust to achieve the best results. And he'll do it with a friendly personal touch. So put Dan's years of experience to work. Call Dan Schneider of Century 21 Bradley at 312-1479. Or visit him on the web at danschneiderhomes.com. That's Dan Schneider at 312-1479. Your call for real estate results. At Star Bank, we offer checking, savings, mortgage, small business, commercial banking, private banking, and wealth management, as well as insurance products to help Hoosiers reach their financial goals. Plus, with online banking and our mobile banking app, you can enjoy the convenience of banking wherever you are. Stop by a Star branch today to switch to Star. Member FDIC. Now back to Fighting Irish Preview with your host, Phil Halk. This is Fighting Irish Preview. The Vanderbilt Commodores visit the number eight Irish this week. TV coverage on NBC starts at 2.30 p.m. South Bend time. And it's now time for the all-time Irish hero. Brought to you by the Marina at Lake Gage. Chris Craft, Mastercraft, Vanquish Runabouts, and J.C. Pontoons. We share your boating passion. And today we continue our Great Quarterbacks of the Last 60 Years series with one of my personal all-time favorite Irish heroes. In 1967, a 5'10", 152-pound, and that is really small, quarterback from South River, New Jersey, enrolled at Notre Dame and went on to do big things. In two and a half years as a starter, Joe Theismann rewrote the Notre Dame record book for passing and for total offense. In 1970, he was selected as an All-American and led the Irish to a still school record of 510 and a half yards of total offense per game. And in his Notre Dame career, he also rushed for 16 touchdowns. And I'm still ticked off that he didn't win the Heisman Trophy. Some guy named Plunkett did. Anyway, Joe went on to star in the Canadian Football League for three years and then headed to the NFL for the next 12 seasons. In 1983, he led the Washington Redskins to a Super Bowl championship. After football, Joe has had an extensive broadcasting and acting career. Tim, Joe Theismann was a dual-threat quarterback before there was such a thing, and there is one word that describes Theismann to this day, and that is confident. Uh, Well, there's no doubt about that, and and to this day, he's a very confident man. There's no doubt about it, and a lot of times, that's about all he had going for him. I thought you were going to say that, because I thought they listed him at 170. I was going going to say he was close to 160. 152? I I don't discount that, because he was a little guy, but... Boy, he could play, and he did play with great confidence, and he could wing it. You see a guy like that, and you think, okay, he's more of a runner, uh, but he was every bit the fat, the passer, 526 yards, an Dame record against USC in the rain. A tremendous football player, and confidence sums it up because that led him to stardom in college and on the NFL level all the way to a Super Bowl championship. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, a great personality. You know, after being selected – 
in the in the National Football League draft, he had also been drafted by Major League Baseball. Uh, so he actually had a choice. He couldn't come to contract terms in the in the NFL after being selected by the Dolphins. Ended up in the CFL, Toronto Argonauts, and uh, signed his first contract in the CFL for the princely sum of $50,000 per year. Joe Theismann, another Marina at Lake Gage, all-time Irish hero. The Marina at Lake Gage, we love boats. And it's now time for the Aspen Mortgage Key to an Irish Victory. Tim Derrick Mason, the former defensive coordinator at Stanford, is now in his fifth season as head coach at Vanderbilt and has his team at 2-0 out of the gate. The Commodores own home wins this season over Middle Tennessee and Nevada by a combined total score of 76-17. Vandy was 5-7 a year ago, but with this year's fast start, this week they have garnered AP Top 25 votes. Senior quarterback Kyle Shermer is a three-year starter who tossed 26 touchdowns a year ago. Through two games this year, he is hitting on 67% of his throws and boasts a stable of receivers, including Kalia Lipskim, who already has 14 catches and three touchdowns, and tight end Jared Pickney with seven catches good for 130 yards. Kayshawn Vaughn, a transfer from the University of Illinois, leads a three-deep backfield and averages 6.5 yards per carry. Defensively, the Commodores, who had the 12th worst run defense in the SEC a year ago and gave up an incredibly bad average of 43.3 points per game, now have a new defensive coordinator and former Oakland Raider coordinator Jason Tarver. And they have shown significant signs of improvement over last year, including top 20 rankings in most defensive categories, and they are tied for second overall in sacks with nine total. Oh, and like Ball State, they prefer a 3-4 scheme. Tim, Kyle Shermer will be making his 31st start at quarterback for Vandy, so I don't expect him to be rattled by much on Saturday. And this defense looks to be a whole lot improved over last season's lowly group at Vandy. On paper, this is a much tougher test than Ball State. So, what is the Aspen Mortgage key to an Irish victory? Yeah, last week we were pointing to Ball State's numbers defensively and from the previous year, and you could say the same thing about Vanderbilt. In fact, they're even worse because they gave up 199 yards rushing per game and 5.0 yards per carry. But, you know, it sounds simple, but based upon what's happened in the first two games for Notre Dame, it really comes down to one thing. Can Notre Dame run the football? If Notre Dame runs the football, we've seen what it can do to Brandon Wimbush's game through the air, and he's got to be a big part of the running game. It doesn't matter how it comes. It doesn't matter whether it's Jafar Armstrong or Avery Davis or Tony Jones or Brandon Wimbush. Notre Dame has to run the football better than they have the first two games. Okay, establish the run game. That's Tim Priester's Aspen Mortgage key to an Irish victory. And Tim Priester, who is this week's Aspen Mortgage key player for the Irish? Well, you know, again, I could, I could point to those offensive linemen, but I'm going to jump over to the defensive side because I want to I want to say something about Julian O'Quarr. You know, you're not a great pass rusher until you start racking up the sacks, and he hasn't done that yet. But he is right on the verge, I think of doing some really great things in the pass rush. He's somebody that has to be accounted for all the time and somebody that I think that can get off, get after Kyle Shermer. Kyle Shermer's not a guy, they don't, they don't want to throw it 35, 45 times. They want to be able to run the football. But if they can get after him, I think that will, that will help slow down their running game. I know Vaughn and a couple other guys have gotten off to a good start. It's going to be much more difficult running against Notre Dame. But 
Julian Aquara off the edge against Kyle Shermer is the guy that I'm pointing to and looking for this week. Yeah, I agree. Pressure on Shermer is a big factor, and Aquara can bring it. Aspen Mortgage, for all your mortgage needs, call 486-LOAN. And now the injury report brought to you by Indiana Physical Therapy. Your choice for physical therapy now with 17 northern Indiana locations. Tim, we talked about the tight end position, and that depth chart took a hit against Ball State. Yeah, Cole Komet joins Myron Tagovailoa Moa on the uh, the DL, so to speak. Now, uh, MTA is out for another nine weeks or so. Komet is listed as doubtful, but I would say he's out, and I, and I would imagine because it is a high ankle sprain that he's going to be doubtful for a couple weeks. So it's a, a, a bit of a blow for the the tight end position. One of your two best pass receivers. I would think that Elise Mack becomes more emphasized, but probably even more than him filling in for Komet would be Nick Wisher, who we remember started out quickly against Temple last year. I wouldn't be surprised if he had a big game against Vanderbilt. Okay, thanks, Tim. And it's now time for the world-famous Irish Illustrated prediction, brought to you by irishillustrated.com. Tim Priester, Vegas has the Irish favored by 14 points over Vandy. What does America's foremost authority say? I find that line interesting because if this were week two after Notre Dame beat Michigan and after Middle Tennessee fell to Vanderbilt, Notre Dame would be a probably be closer to a 21-point favorite, which would probably be too much. So I think there's pretty good value there with Notre Dame this week. And I realize there are a lot of doubts, uh, as there should be, after the way Notre Dame played against Ball State. But I think Vanderbilt has a lot to prove going on the road. They're 5-16, and 16, I believe, in their last 21 road games. Um, I, I think some of Vanderbilt's weaknesses, they only have five starters returning on defense. I think some of their weaknesses will be exposed a little bit. Notre Dame's certainly going to be motivated to play much better this week. I'm going with Notre Dame 34, Vanderbilt 17. Notre Dame 34, Vanderbilt 17 is Tim Priester's world-famous Irish Illustrated prediction. Tim, the letdown I predicted last week is history. It won't happen this week. I expect a focused and motivated Irish team uh, against a solid Vanderbilt team. Expect Brandon Wimbush to return to his running ways and the Irish to put a lot of pressure on Kyle Shermer. Indy 31, Vanderbilt 21. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Phil. Go Irish, and thanks for listening to Fighting Irish Preview. Special thanks to Jim Shovelin, Art Salzberg, and studio producer Adam Schenkel. Fighting Irish Preview is the copyrighted property of Judge Phil Productions. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.